Hello and welcome. Welcome back to another Hard Truth. Uh, back on your screens to see you and, of course, also for you to listen to as well. Hi, Alana. Hi, David. Good to see you. And you as well. I mean, um, uh, it's been a couple of weeks since we've had a chance it to get It has, and I might add, all due to your high-flying interviews. Oh, well, Congratulations well. on Peter Navarro. I love him, and your interview is great. Peter Navarro, really solid guy. First time yes. I've encountered him, Alana, you know, one to one. I thought he was kind of the muscular, sort of small C conservatism. Um, and I think you and he was he one of the few uh, mega people remaining and recruited, to be fair. And you actually, right out of the, the ball, um, out, right, out, right out of the, um, you know, you, on, you asked him immediately, you went to it, how come? Um, Trump surrounded himself with these neocons. The yeah. only thing I did I didn't hear is you pinning it on Ivanka, because you know that's as a Jewish woman I know that Jared Kushner is a houseboy. <laughs> oh yes, absolutely. <laughs> that well, boy he... doesn't have it in him. She was aiming for Davos and to be the uh, the uh, first couple in waiting. Oh yeah, she was. She yeah. had a fire lit under that. Nebish, as we say, as my grandfather would have said in Yiddish, weak yes. in a puddle of yeah. a man. Yeah. So, well, yeah, that's the only thing. But I understand you were, you didn't get to that, did you? Didn't, I didn't get because because uh, Kanye uh, did. Kanye did. We, 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 yeah, we, yeah, we got to a lot of stuff, didn't they? Um, <laughs> the, the, the thing is that Peter, we only had about half an hour or so. So it was, it was also the first time I've spoken to him. But he, he, he's my kind of guy. He's tough. He's, he's like us, Alana. He's tough as steel. Doesn't mess about, gets to the point. His first question thing to me is, well, Mr. Vance, how can I help you? I love that. I very, love that. Uh, very, very nicely turned out. Very charismatic. Yeah. He is, yeah. When you, Great when interview. You, sorry, Alana. Whenever you consider that Trump had he and Bannon in, in at the beginning, and they both stayed to the end and during the, for the first four years anyway. Um, I, you couldn't ask for better advisors, really, could you? Well, um, I think uh, Bannon came out with the truth too soon for Trump, and Trump chose his, uh, the Ivanka and the Kushner wing um, of, of, uh, of, of his administration, and uh, he made that choice uh, against MAGA and MAGA and for for um, the neocons and the establishment. And Bannon said, I, I had blogged that, I had, you know, col uh, columned it. Mm -hmm. um, uh, Bannon early on said, the MAGA agenda is lost, and he was out of there. I mean, let's be clear who, who threw him out. Yeah. Um, it was a big feud between them. But no, they were they were definitely the, uh, the foundation. They were, they they were, but the thing is, they're both still there, and actually, I'm, I'm sure we'll talk about this later. They're both threatened, of course. Steve Bannon's been sentenced to, I think, is it six months in prison and or four months in prison? I think Alana and six and a half thousand dollar fine. Have you did you see that? Mm -hmm. uh, and, and Peter Navarro is on the second of November, I think, second or third. He's also due to face uh, similar fate. So. But that, to me, that shows these are the good guys. You know, uh, all of us who speak truth, we're, we're always demonized. You know, Alana, you, you've had it. I've had it. Uh, they've had it. Um, if you dare stand up and speak truth, you're going to have problems, you know. Mm -hmm. But that, you still should speak it. And that's what we speak here on Hard Truth. So, 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 so let me ask you, David, so much is happening in, in uh, the UK, mm -hmm. England, as I like to call it. Um, 
very important for the world and for uh, America, certainly, the Anglo-American axis, uh, as, it, as it were. Um, I have to say that I admire the way you hire and fire your prime ministers. That is very refreshing and bad mouth them. That on the meta level, I like. I really like, it wouldn't happen here. It doesn't happen here. We don't, um, no. you know, we elect them and then we revere them. And that, that's that's very refreshing. And BBC, what I, what I watched just to keep up with you and to, to, to pose okay. some questions to you was BBC, um, in, international at least, BBC America, did not go on this whole um, anti-England, racist, anti-white trip. Uh, they did celebrate the fact that you've elected the first Asian um, Britain. Um, and I must say, the people they interviewed all said, what a marvelous country. And he himself said, it wasn't like Obama, who did acknowledge that his story is only possible in America, but then he went on to badmouth everything about America. So I did hear, for me, as as, an, as someone an American, um, I saw a difference in the way um, Britain handled this election. So you fill, fill me in. Well, we've gone through three prime ministers in four months. Now, as you said, couldn't happen in the US, Alana. You wouldn't have three presidents in four months. But but then our systems are profoundly different, as well as having <clears throat> some things in common. So so what we've had is we've had from Boris Johnson, who resigned in disgrace uh, in the first week of July because he was caught out lying, to Liz Truss, who lasted about the same amount of time as Lady Jane Grey did um, in the 16th century when she uh, was the shortest serving queen before um, she lost her head. So Liz Truss, and now we've had Rishi Sunak. Right, here's the bottom line on it. What, okay. we've, had, what we've had is a slow-mo globalist coup against the British people. That's what we've had. I'm going to call it for how I say it. And um, with the latest choice. Yeah, yeah. They, they wanted Sunak in the summer and they didn't get Sunak. And that's because the way the British system works is when it comes to electing these people, the system the Conservative Party have is all the MPs at Westminster get to vote and then they, they make their selection and then it goes to the membership the, the people who are paid up members of the party. Okay. Which, which seems, you might think that's fair. I think it's reasonably fair. What happened was, Alana, that in the summer, the, the, the Rishi Sunak and Liz Truss went round all the members, gave their little speeches, and the members chose Liz Truss. They chose her on a low-tax, high-growth economic platform, which is something I guess you and I would probably think, yeah, sounds, sounds okay. Low-tax. Well, yeah, I mean, with existential issues, the very survival of um, you know of the English people that seems sort of marginal. But certainly, inflation is an issue. I don't think you can tame it with with raising interest rates. But that that is the right way to do it. That's the right way to do it. Of course, yes. the Republicans want here want to keep the interest rates low so that money is cheap. Uh, you know, and uh, savings and, and capital cannot be um, accumulated. So. Well, she she basically did argue for low taxes, trying Rest to get growth. But but where she came a cropper was she also wasn't prepared to cut the state. She was not prepared to do that. If you don't cut the state, then the books don't balance. So anyway, the conservative membership did vote for her. So there's a legitimacy, whether you people like it or not, to her. The 
Globalism didn't like that at all. So they didn't like this talk of the UK having lower taxes than the European Union. So essentially, there was a little coup d'etat organized against her. She was booted out. By, then, whom? by whom, David? By her own MPs. This is a palace coup, palace of Westminster coup, palace coup against her own, her, her, her members, MPs voted against her. Um, she couldn't govern. It became ungovernable. So then there was this other very quick contest. It wasn't allowed to go to the membership this time, just the MPs. And they chose the person that they chose back in August, which is again Rishi Sunak. So he's been installed. His recipe is going to be um, high taxes on individuals, a high corporation tax on business. And he seemed to be a, a, a safe pair of hands. He's an economic a clown, in my word. I believe he, because of uh, uh, Alana, the lockdown policies, the furlough... Oh, yeah, he was behind that. He was behind that. Yeah, yeah, he, he was yeah. that guy. Yeah. So th this and is, I, be I believe he's iffy on Brexit. He sort of... He was, he was, yeah, you know, also I have to say, I believe the ultimate aim behind all of the stuff we're seeing is for the UK to go back into the EU. And I think that's what's going to happen in the next two, two to three years. The Conservative yeah. Party, the Conservative MPs never wanted us to leave. So back in 26, you, 2016, Alana, you guys in the States chose Trump. Four years later, that was reversed. 2016, we chose Brexit. Six years later, I can feel the tectonic plates shifting. Get us back in the EU, and I believe that's what's going to happen. So yeah, that's yeah. my story to have gone on. And you now have a politically pleasing candidate or yes. prime minister. Definitely an improvement on Johnson, who's a Klein. absolute idiot. Absolute yeah. idiot. Yeah. This guy's not an idiot. This guy's not an idiot. Very presentable man. Oh, he's, he's, he's dishy rishy, I think the term is. Dishy rishy sunak or spivy sunak. You can choose different names. You know, he's very presentable. Uh, he's obviously married into a billionaire's family, so he's got a, he's got yeah. a few. He's got you know he he really understands the needs of the working man being a in the billionaire lifestyle. David and the whole diversity thing, Republicans preening about um, their diversity and you know their uh, you know dispensation about uh, African Americans and how favorable they are. That's one of their main um, you know they'll do anything to show. Uh, you know, to, to exhibit their their um, diversity credentials. Are your conservatives the same? Yeah, exactly the same. And I that's think one of their ploys as well. Yeah, exactly. So, so I mean, you know, we're going to have, we're, I'm sure we will have a very diverse uh, government uh, and uh, there'll be a diversity one of their priorities. So, Alana, seriously, you couldn't make this up. They're committed to high taxes, on individuals, high taxes and corporations, uh, lip service to sovereignty, lip service to controlled immigration, and commitment to diversity. How will that end? Badly. In 2024, they will be swept from power. It's all over. They've got two years left. And then that's when Labour Party come in in 2024. And that's when Brexit gets reversed. And it's all been, I know I sound like a conspiracy theorist, but I'm just giving you. No, no, you're giving an analysis that's very plausible. I don't think that's conspiracy. I, th I think that's what's going to happen. And yeah. I think that, that completes a reversal of 2016. So, so, yeah, so it's been, you know, it's kind of been traumatic. So I can say that the IQ pool at, um, you know, in your government is, is 
quite a lot higher than the IQ pool in our White House. That's about it. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's for definite. Yeah, I mean, I, I did see Joe Biden. Dishy Rishi is, is is no fool. No, Dishy Rishi's no fool. He's he, he's a competent globalist, World Economic Forum graduate. So he knows what he's saying. He 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 he, he does understand money. He knows the money markets. He's ex Goldman Sachs, so he's got a banker's background. So, in that point of view, I suppose David, we are just grateful. Actually, I don't think we're grateful for coherent sentences and uh, you know grammatical <laughs> syntax. I don't think we are because we don't even know the difference between Biden and and uh, Peter Navarro <laughs> well, in this country. So. I, th I think I did hear Joe Biden welcome Rishi Sunak. I also he heard Joe... initially he was cautious. Yeah, yeah, he welcomed him. Of course, he couldn't pronounce his name, so the name wasn't correct. But never mind that. Uh, I, I, I don't. I mean, the thing about us is we've got at least a mentally coherent prime minister. Although I don't like him, you've got yeah, you've got something else. I, I honestly, Alana, what what the hell is going on over with you? Well, you've heard we just got a report card for our kids. I mean, there are uh, our kids score the highest, the lowest in math, reading, and writing in the developed world, but the highest in thinking. They're number one, you know, tops on self-esteem, which is verging on megalomania. Mm. Um, which maybe is why you see so many shootings because uh, of of this uh, uh, mindset, this megalomaniac. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, I, I just, I struggle to understand where America is actually going to because, I mean, once things are screwed up over here, they're screwed up over with you in a, in a, in a, in a different way. Um, and we've got, I mean, for example, it's inconceivable. I, I heard something yesterday, which I would, you would never hear in the UK. I heard Joe Biden saying that gender affirming surgery is something that definitely super duper shouldn't be out by, you know, outlawed. So let's sterilize the kids then, Alana. And that was your president saying that yesterday. Yeah. So let's go over to the Democrats. And this is what's yeah. worrying me is we have a crop of, of young scrapper Republicans uh, coming up and they're, they're lovely people. They really are lovely people. Kerry Lake, uh, great yep. lady, etc. Um, and for once, they are not reaching across the aisle uh, to make nice with the other party. But what are they doing as Tucker Carlson, who is the feistiest of TV talkers that we have, mm. all he could muster, and I think he thinks it's marvelous, when Republicans simply don't back down. So, you know, my way of words, the Democrats mm -hmm. are the devil incarnate. You know, these are demonic diabolical deviance. I mean, that's that's how I would run a campaign if I was writing speeches for these people. They're not backing down. They're standing their grounds. Um, it's not good enough. You have to decapitate these people. They're not, they still, I think they will win, of course, but if they made the right arguments, as you and I always, um, always, always argue, they would actually able to be able to galvanize independence and even maybe the left because if you depict this party as a party of demons from their stance on i mean what what are the republic are the democrats all about um normalize 
bring an end to Anglo-America, welcome the world, evict the unborn, and revel in evil, sexual and criminal. Agreed. What's so hard to say that? Pay me, I'll write it for you. Yeah, no, you're right. I agree with every word. Yeah. I mean, but I think, Alana, because you believe in, and it's the whole way you construct everything, your arguments are always, you go on the front foot, you go on the attack, you don't play defense, you don't be nice, you be you be consistent, and you go right in on them. They are Democrats, by the way. It's like the Republicans are in, incapable of seeing the indecency of their opponent and articulating it. Why is that? Why do you think that is? I think, I don't know. You tell me. I mean, I'm not a Republican. Um, no, but you observe them. I have no problem seeing uh, good and bad. I think these people are yeah. sweet, kind, uh, but they do not, you, they, they are incapable of, of articulating the evil that has become the Democrat Party. Oh, yeah. What do they call them? They call them radical, the radical Democrat agenda. Mm -hmm. I'm radical. I am radical for yeah. property rights, for free speech. I'm a radical reactionary. Yeah. I'm a radical for liberty. You're a radical. A yeah. radical is not a pejorative, not necessarily a pejorative. That is the most, the republic, and that's the wrong definition. When you use words mediate action, when you use right. the wrong words, mm -hmm. you are capable to galvanize action. Let's go over what these people are all about, especially their sexual politics. We've oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, what, what is so difficult about saying that, that it used to be that promoting this twerking your tush, if you are a um, yeah. other gendered person in front of t teachers and in front of kids was right. indecent exposure. The Democrats are behind this. The unions mm -hmm. are promoting this. What yep. is so difficult as to call them the party of sexual offenders by proxy? Say it. Say yep. it. You get a good term. I mean, it, is, yep. it used to be indecent exposure to do that. You get arrested yep. if you if you used all kinds of sexual gadgets to act out your sexual fantasies in front of, uh, yep. of small yep. children. Um, you know, and the, these are minors. This is a party that has broken down. That is about inverting ethical and moral standards. They invite adult onanism, or, or onanism is better than the other word. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Sexual yeah. acting out in school. They are behind it. Why can't Republican point Republicans point this out? They are about breaking down boundaries of propriety and between generations, between mm. teachers and, and, and school children. Mm. Um, you know, and making children the, the object of, of sexual playthings because if in the olden days, if you went and sat on the couch, on the Freudian couch, there would there would not need to be many sessions to get to what these people are doing when they are wearing uh, prosthetics, all kinds of sexual yeah. prosthetics. Yeah, yeah. Children. They're getting off on it. They're getting off on it. Yeah, no, I agree. I, so I agree. why is this not not an easy thing to articulate. I don't hear this with the Republicans. Inflation and taxes. And, you know, inflation is, I think the tipping point has been reached. When you have 
and we've spoken about this. Debt is not an issue any longer. Oh, it's not. That's very true, actually, yeah. How, how do you yeah. pay off? You said paying off, balancing the books. I don't know. What is your uh, national debt and your unfunded liabilities? Oh, we, we've Nothing got... Nothing like that, is it? No, not, not on your scale, no. We're not, not on your scale, no, no. But, but, but again, you know, like, I just push back a bit. Don't you think that some parents, at any rate, some parents, when it comes to school boards and stuff, have tried to push back and yes. have tried to say enough with this and enough with the the, the the sexual deviance that that are being brought in. But but Alana, your point was still valid. You know the trade unions. I mean they're they're despicable. They're I I'd say they're evil. I think trade unions are yes, evil. The, the union has a chokehold on on uh, the schools. The the, mm. the education. The two of yeah. them. I think Peter Brumler wrote the definitive, the worm and the apple. Um, yeah, I mean, he, he laid out the anatomy of how you cannot fire, um, yeah. you cannot hire for merit, you, you can't do anything of that sort. So this, but this has been going on for decades, ever since, um, you know, education was, was, was nationalized in, in this sort of way. Uh, and nothing, nothing really has changed. I mean, if I have to look at how far back I'm writing about American children you know, ranking at the bottom of the developed world. It's been about 15 years that I've been writing the same thing. Mm. <laughs> you know, I just repurpose every column and the facts are there. I mean, so, but the, the, the Republicans are not articulating all this. Yes, they, we have people who've stood up in front of these um, school boards and yeah, they, go, into the, they yeah. go through the... Tucker Carlson's green room, and they they tell us everything. But how is that being translated into policy, into really maligning and labeling and libeling the Democrats as you should? Le libeling is the wrong word because libeling implies yeah. unjustly labeling. Yeah. But uh, I don't see that translated properly into depicting uh, you know these people as diabolical. Is is that because the Republicans? are making a calculation that when it comes to the midterms, people are more concerned about the price of their their gas, the price of their, you know, their their energy costs and all of that, than they are about <clears throat> sexual deviance in the in the classroom. Are they just taking a decision? Do they just say parents I'm happy that I'm not a parent to a young child, but I don't. I would be very concerned, especially if I, I don't know that the private schools have not been co-opted. The private schools are as bad about. Here's another issue: anti-whiteism in schools. Critical race theory. Yes, there has been a pushback, and I think it has been um, outlawed mm -hmm. here and there. But mm -hmm. I don't hear them running on that. Maybe that you are right, and they have polled. Um, they use focus groups, which are probably rhinos or or uh, non-MAGA Republicans. Yeah, And yeah. Um, the focus groups tell them, focus on the bread and butter issues. That's safe. Yeah. You don't get yeah. into sexual politics. You don't get yeah. into racial mm -hmm. politics. But those are the politics that they, that Republicans do need to tackle. And I, I don't see that, not, not even with a new um, crop of, of candidates. But let's see, and let's see what they do once in power. Well, actually, Alana, I can tell you from my brief period in politics, I, I was very aware of what you've just said. <clears throat> what tends to happen in political parties is they do get focus groups which feedback, and the feedback is always the same. The feedback is just as you said it. Focus stay on safe. The, stay, stay safe. safe. 
don't say anything too extreme. Don't don't frighten the margins. Stick to the bread and butter issues. And for God's sake, do not say anything that might trigger uh, your opponents. I'm from the school that said all that says all I want to do is trigger my opponents. All, but that's what Trump did. did. That's what Trump did, and yeah. he won. Yeah. And he won. So yeah. so the yeah. focus the focus groups that predicted he would lose. And I think in, in my book, the, the Trump Revolution, uh, I point until the the absolute election day they were predicting a lose, not not a, not a win. Yeah. So the focus groups are part of the fake news establishment, the industrial complex, um, the focus groups, and the po sure. pollsters, yep. the pollsters. Um, yeah. But but don't but don't you think? I mean, as I say, we're not that very far away from when the midterms happen. Is your sense, Alana, that there will be change? And do you think, and secondly, do you think that change will have significance or not? Two questions. I mean, I think it has to be obvious. I hope I'm wrong. I think the change will, there will be change. There's, the pendulum always swings. Um, and we've been over these cycles. You and I discussed this. We had a guest who discussed the futility of voting Republican. We went through the, de the, the decades of voting Republican to no avail, absolutely no avail. You and I discussed the border issue, which is a Republican and a Democrat. If anything, if nothing happened when we had the presidency, the two chambers and most of the gubernatorial yeah. uh, landscape was Republican last in, in 2016. So, no, I'm not hopeful at all, but I hope I'm wrong. And I, of course, you know, I'll, I'll vote defensively. I'll vote defensively. And that's but, what we always do. We're, they know, the Republicans know that we, the, 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 the base, will vote defensively rather than, than on principle. Mm. And, and, and do you differentiate between the MAGA base and the rhino base? Yes, and I think the MAGA base now is the majority. Mm. Yeah, but and I see that as uh, I mean the only bit that I'm attracted to is the MAGA base. Um, yeah. I think those people instinctively do focus on the things that matter. Um, you know, so so so. But don't you think, Alana? Therefore, if the Republican Party was to win back, if it was to win back, uh, well, both houses in a couple of weeks' time, do you? What do you think would happen? Nothing or something? Well, you remember when they did have both chambers, no legislation was passed on immigration. Mm, you're right. Of course, yeah. we had, uh, I think we had some extremely centrist or left-wing Republicans who con controlled yeah, Paul, Ryan. Uh, Paul Ryan and all that. Uh, but, but blaming them was not enough. I think Trump had tremendous, there was a lot of opposition. Would it be different? It's possible because there are a lot of good people coming up. Um, yeah. Who, who might be elected, but I think that we could even, even aim for uh, taking a state like mine, Washington State, if the advertising was, you know, I I, I go to my, my hairdresser, she's, she's a progressive, a liberal, she says, crime, run on crime, you know, she's yeah. a mother, everybody's concerned with crime encroaching, with homeless encampments, with your kids. Yeah, well, well, actually, Alana, just on I'm that. I'm going to Seattle. Seattle was a magnificent city. Yeah, you beat me to it. I was, I was going to say, I mean, I read about Seattle. I read about New York. I read about these Democrat uh, strongholds. And, you know, they are crime-infested sewers. And yet the people in them keep voting. So how, what sense do you make of that? How do you analyze that? 
Well, I think it's true that you know, the government we elect doesn't stand apart of, of us, it ref from us, it reflects us. You know, mm -hmm. to say mm -hmm. the elites and us is, is not quite true. Uh, the government mm -hmm. certainly, ref certainly reflects people in this part of the world, sadly. But also it reflects the power centers in the cities and the and the and the deep tech which is which is anchored here in in uh, washington state and in in california so yeah. uh, that definitely re reflects the money behind politics here and the push behind the big cities which have the most population get the the awaited um, Does it not reflect something else? If I look at California and I look at all the stuff I see going on there, and I mean, I'm glad I've been, I've, I've gone from one end of California to the other. I won't be going back, uh, not going back unless I'm in a rocket, uh, because it, it, it is unbelievably demonic. I, I think California is demonic with uh, politicians who seem to have just no morality at all. And, and yet... I guess yeah, they'll stop calling these people radical, failed agenda, using these soft euphemisms, multiple yeah. words for, for things that are diabolical. As I said, I mean, these people want to end Anglo America. I'll repeat, welcome the world, evict the unborn. Uh, we discussed abortion, you know, I'm libertarian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. to run on that as a constitutional right. This is the ethic, ethical and moral foundation. Okay, you, you, you want to um, make sure that, you know, uh, anti-abortion laws are not nationalized, but and that the individual has, a, has yeah. the right to choose. But to make this part of your, um, to call this a constitutional right is a lie and it's evil. And then revel in all this, you know, this criminality. We're letting out people, no bail, um, no punishment. You can steal up to $1,000. Yeah. Looting is not punished, but you punish uh, lawful gun owners who defend um, yeah. home and hearth. You know, and the sexual politics of these people, you've got to run on this because this is important. I think this is important to every human being who wants a decent to live in a decent community. Yeah, well, the, the thing is, oh, but, but then again, Alana, your own point is the politicians reflect the people. If the people in these areas are themselves morally bankrupt, demonic, well, what do you expect? You, you, this is what this is where you get what what what's happening. That's why there's no is. I mean, is there any outrage in San Francisco about the fact that it's become I mean, on I, listen, I was there last in 2015. I, you know, and it, it was all, it looked pretty bad then. I, I'd been there 10 years before in 2005. San Francisco, in front of my, well, in 10 years, Alana, there, it was junkies and all that kind of stuff, you know. And, and that was then. And seven years on, I think it's got worse. But but I think the, the degeneracy is so deep in those big population centers. A party of degenerates, that's right. Yeah, the, the degeneracy, I think they like it. I honest to God think that they like the generation just like One we thing they can't not like is going into the subway and being smacking onto onto you know in front of a coming oncoming yeah. train, uh, being stabbed suddenly on, on the sidewalk in, in New York, uh, being shot suddenly in a perfectly good suburb. Um, beautiful yep. girl working in an interior design shop, um, sliced up, garroted like some uh, mm. like some um, animal. 
nobody likes that. Her parents were liberal. You know, the, the victims of crime are nobody, yeah. unless you really enjoy that. I can't believe that. Maybe. It's one of the big differences between the US and the UK, as we have our chats, that, that there's, a, there's a violence, uh, a, a degeneracy in the US, there which is. is worse, even worse than that. I'm, I'm glad you're saying this because this, I think it's the first time you've, you've admitted it because um, even when we spoke about immigration, the numbers you're getting across mm -hmm. the channel are minuscule compared to what the population replacement that we are undergoing. And again, the tipping point is, has, has been reached. It's, it's too late for immigration. All we can hope for is to secede in self-governing communities that are at least safe and to start electing people that will punish crime, that will, that will jail murderers and rapists. I, 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 yeah, you know. I, I actually did, a, I, I did an interview with a lady last week uh, and she suffered from sort of electromagnetic um, interference that made her feel unwell. And she had to move away from the big, she was living in Washington, D.C. She ended up moving to Oregon and then it, there was radio masks going up everywhere in Oregon. So she ended up living in Northern California in a, an area which she says, you may know this, it, 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 they self-identify as, 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 a, as a Jefferson, J Jefferson area they want to secede they want us yes. and you know what that's a, that's a wonderful point there are there is a secessionist movement yes. and never, never mind if it's liberal or not doesn't matter however yeah. you will always hear the republicans the party of lincoln the party of uh, going to war to prevent secession pointing derogatory in a derogatory manner at mm. any secession secessionist movement mm. now isn't that that is you know, the the, um, the route to some sort of freedom and some sort of quality of life in this enormous, uh, increasingly third world uh, America. But yeah. Republicans will always, they won't malign Democrats over the issues that we've discussed today, but they will over any kind of secessionist movement. I think that's a liberal secessionist movement and all power to them. But Republicans will never be behind that, and you'll hear Victor Davis Hanson always yep. on top of speaking. They're the, they want us to secede again, and we're for unity. We love everybody. Oh, please. No, well, the thing is, yeah, I, I'm 100% for places if they want to secede, let them, let them. And the reason that even the liberals want us to secede is they've had enough. They've had a stomach full of all the stuff we talk about, and they, especially in California, I mean, it's particularly bad there, I suppose. But but they see themselves as wanting to be apart from, and maybe Alana, that is the way forward. I, I'm aware of certain other states as well where I think there are secessionist um, movements where people see that you cannot fix the thing that we talk about from within. You you got to get out of it. You got to bail out. Um, and like, you know, lockdown and COVID and all that taught me a lesson as well that, you know, um, sometimes I sort of thought, we, we just need to get away from this, you know, because I'm not, I'm not going to compromise my standards to live, uh, you know, to facilitate, um, you know, leftists or, or democrats or whatever you want to call them. I'm not going to do that. Even but if to leave us apart, I'm going yeah. to get out of it, you know. So, uh, yeah, Alana, maybe what we do need is more secession. Maybe we need to see. Oh, absolutely. As Victor Davis Hanson, I like the man, but he said succession. And if he if he doesn't yeah. 
no secession from succession. We're pretty wrong. <laughs> no, he says, uh, did he say succession on Tucker Carlson? Succession. <laughs> That's but what what Prince yeah. Charles is. It, you know. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is succession. To the throne. Succeed yeah. is to to, to, uh, is to, be, to is, is a political divorce. Ex exactly. So I, I want to just encapsulate what the Democrats, other than their sexual politics and their politics and their reveling in sexual and criminal um, corruption, they stand for level the land to ease the passage of Central America into North America. We agree on that. Let them come in their millions, no, in their billions decriminalize crossing, disband ICE, which is the U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement, deify DACA, those are the children who came illegally. Um, Was that deny, deny no asylum claim should be denied, table a Marshall Plan for Central America, immigrants are America, only better and more inspiring than our native um, sons and daughters, refugees galore, as the governor of my state said, we want more refugees. And then the degeneracy of being the party of sexual offenders by proxy and of um, crime. Anything yeah. to add? Well, Run on that and I think you'll win. I, 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 yeah, yeah, you know. Well, we'll see. We we will see. But I suspect we've analysed this one as we normally do. I think we're about right. I, I think Republicans are playing to the focus group agenda, which completely misses the point. Um, I, I do think. I think you're right, Alana. I think the de the, the Democrats. Well, they they know what they're doing. And again, this is something I've got to say to you, you know, on this show. I mean, you, you've consistently said to me that you've got to admire them almost because, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, when they, I mean, when they get, look at what they're doing at the moment, people bitching about the January 6th and all of that, the commission, the Star Chamber. But when the Republicans had it, what you've said it to me, Alana, I totally go with your analysis. What did they do? They wanted to be friends and hang out together. Yeah. That's not what it's about. Right. Nobody has, has run on on um, rescuing those people who are being prosecuted uh, without due process. Uh, that that has, hasn't been done. Instead, uh, it, uh, uh, other than Marjorie Green Taylor, who's a fabulous tough lady. She's good. Yeah. She's, yeah. She's really she's she's tough. Yeah, I like her a lot. She's mm -hmm. no intellectual, and you don't have to be an intellectual. She's got values and and strength. Exactly. You just need to know the difference, Alana, between right, right and, wrong. and wrong. That's all you need to do. And yes, but you need to articulate it and strongly. You can't call these people a uh, radical agenda. They're radical. They um well, progressives. I, I disagree with the term progressive. They're not progressive. They're regressive. They're in no way progressive. Every I mean, you, you and I understand words. Every word should be fought for. We should fight for the right words to describe these people and not rely them. So it's not a progressive agenda they follow. It's not a radical agenda. It's well, that's for another, another, another show because I'm a reactionary, so I don't know if all progress, that the premise there is that all progress is good. <laughs> yeah, well, okay. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah, I think I'd be the same. Yeah. A lot of progress. Yeah, is run on depicting these people. Look, they have not stood up against all this diabolical demonic agenda, whether it's open borders, anti-white um, agenda, uh, you know, 
Yeah, but Alana, you, you look at some of the people you've got, Mitch McConnell, Lindsey Graham, some of these people are, honestly, I don't have the words to describe. Yeah, and, and at least Tucker Carlson, who's the only um, spokesperson for MAGA, Hannity has, has this awful man, uh, Graham, Lindsey Graham, on all the time. Yeah. And also, it really, it really puts you off. I've always believed Hannity at least is a good person, but if you can stare Lindsey Graham in the eyes and entertain him on your your show, you are looking at corruption. You're looking at at John McCain on uh, on steroids. You know, because this, right. this man survived. John McCain at least is dead. Hmm. Well, I think on that on that definition of Lindsey Graham as John McCain on steroids, <laughs> which is brilliant. Yeah, I, I, I think we'll maybe we'll maybe bring things to an end, but uh, look for sure it's been it's been a really interesting time. We've got all this. And thanks, same. thanks for shattering our delusions and illusions about your new prime minister that it looks yeah. good and that it isn't going to change much, just as our politics. It won't. It won't. Like you say, you know, we 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 need something much more fundamental, based in real values and uh, based on individuals, not based on so much of the, you know, what what's being spun in the media. But you know, Lana, the final thing to say maybe is like you're you're watching what happens over here through the prism of 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 of, of the, the mainstream media, just like I watch what happens over with you through the prism of the mainstream media, and that prism contorts, distorts warps everything and that's why that's why shows like this have value because at least you can and you and i can so and hope please you... subscribe guys yes please, please. yes please please do that please make sure that you do and you know whether you're you're watching this and i know alana you sent me a thing we know people like to listen to it as well so yes uh, yes um, um one of our, our listeners said they, that we had we hadn't been on um for a while and he was having withdrawal syndrome syndrome and uh that they appreciate the um audio as well yeah 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 well the, as uh, the boss jed does audio for us you're, as well. you're, you're gonna get the hard truth whether it's visual whether it's audio we, we we just tell it like it is alana and that's the joy of this time we spend together so alana thank you so much for being here this evening as well it's really good to be back the team the gang is back yes. See and you next week, David. See, yeah, next week is fine. No issues next Tuesday. And uh, we will catch up with you folks then. And uh, as I said, by that point, Alana, we're going to be very close to, I think, is it, is it November 8th is the, yes. the date? Tuesday. Yeah, because I've, I've, I, I keep, um, I'm trying to get Steve Bannon to talk to me, but he won't talk to me. Um, yeah, but he won't talk to me until That's after. Cheat on me for Bannon. Yeah, well, yeah, well, I think, you know, so uh, regardless of which, Alana, thanks, and thanks, everybody, and we'll catch up with you next week, next Tuesday, for more Hard Truths. Thank you so much. See you then. Bye.